I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Good morning. KSL News Time is 8 o'clock. This is Utah's Morning News. I'm Tim Hughes. And I'm Amanda Dixon. KSL's top story this hour. It is another snowy morning. Snow continues to move into the Salt Lake Valley after already impacting parts of Utah County. KSL News Radio's Becky Bruce is out in the commute and joins us live. Where are you, Becky? I'm in Taylorsville right now, Amanda. I just turned on to 4700 South from Bangor Highway. And let me tell you, it has been snowing steadily the entire way. I uh, made my way north from South Jordan through West Jordan and now into Taylorsville on Bangor. There's not been a moment where the snow has not been completely steady. The good news is the farther north you go, the less slushy the roads are. There are going to be a couple of spots on Bangor in particular where you're going to hit some big slowdowns, and I don't actually think they're weather-related. One is at 9800 South. It's a school zone there, so I think you have a perfect storm combination of just conditions and an off-ramp, one of the last few stoplights at that end of Bangor, and um, all of those things coming together. And then again at 47th South, where you again return to stoplights instead of on-ramps. What you want to look out for is slush, particularly on the south end of the valley. The road isn't exactly icy, but it is slick because of that slush on the road. You can actually see the tire tracks in front of you. The good news is you can actually see the lanes, which is a nice change from that snowstorm we had about a week ago. Live on the scene in Taylorsville, Becky Bruce, KSL News Radio. Thank you, Becky. Andy Farnsworth will rejoin us from the traffic center in just a couple of minutes to check out how the snow is impacting the rest of the commute. Eye on the Hill 2023. Special coverage on Utah's Morning News. Utah lawmakers working a new bill to help the homeless during the winter months, just as another round of snow moves into the state. KSL News Radio's Adam Small begins our live team coverage. Eye on the Hill 2023. Adam? Amanda, this bill comes at a good time as we're talking about all this snow. We know housing the homeless during these months is always a concern. But now lawmakers are looking to potentially get other counties in along with Salt Lake on more uh, shelter plans. KSL.com reports that House Bill 499 would require counties with at least 175,000 people, that's Salt Lake, Davis, Weaver, Utah, and Washington counties, to create shelter plans beginning next year. Bill sponsor Representative Steve Ellison says this bill would enact an emergency system called Code Blue. Expect it to be uh, 15 degrees that they can initiate Code Blue, which allows for other facilities to temporarily open their doors, say a rec center or a church, to allow individuals inside without having to go through a lengthy zoning process. 
House passed it 71 to 1. Now heading to the center, reporting live from the rescue mission of Salt Lake, Adam Small, KSL News Radio. A tax cut package bill will be heard soon in the Utah Senate. KSL News Radio's Lindsay Ertz reports it has a key new detail. The big tax bill is HB 54. Initially, bills to take the food sales tax off were being run separately. Now they've been folded into this big bill. But that part is still contingent on whether or not voters approve loosening up that earmark for income tax to be used for education. And lawmakers are still working to come to a deal with education groups over what that language will say. The bill also cuts the income tax rate, expands the eligibility for those on Social Security, and targets some tax relief for pregnant mothers and those receiving an earned income tax credit. Governor Spencer Cox took to Facebook to answer questions from Utahns around the state. KS on his radio's Mark Jackson has more. The governor's touting a program designed to help conserve water. We are the first state in the nation to have a statewide uh, lawn replacement program so that you can um, replace your ornamental grass with water-wise landscaping. He says there are rebates available. You can visit conservewater.utah.gov. Other subjects discussed by the governor include mental health issues, homelessness, and affordable housing in Utah. The governor says other big priorities moving forward include tax cuts and record funding for education. Mark Jackson, KSL News Radio. KSL's top national stories is how our government officials and experts are chiming in on what they say are threats from China. The hearing came just hours after FBI Director Christopher Wray spoke about China's role in the origin of the COVID-19 pandemic, saying COVID most likely originated from a potential lab incident. And Wray accused Beijing of interfering with the global investigation. ABC's Andrea Fujii reports the hearing also talked about the TikTok app and how China can use it to push agendas and information in the U.S. First look traffic and back to you, Andy. Amanda, the snow is now spread through much of the Salt Lake Valley. Some of the worst traffic, though, is down in Utah County trying to get between Linden Pleasant Grove and Draper. And then you've got another stretch in Midvale that's getting pretty rough. All the city streets at the south and southwest part of the Salt Lake Valley are covered in snow now. And uh, people are struggling to deal with that, getting more wet and snowy as you go further north through the valley as well. I'm Andy Farnsworth in the KSL Traffic Center. Utah's Morning News has inside sources. The longing for belonging. That's a focus on uh, one of the world's largest gathering of family history enthusiasts, which starts tonight. Joining us live in studio is the host of Inside Sources, Boyd Matheson. That phrase resonates with me, Boyd. Yeah, it really is this longing for belonging. Everybody wants to be part of a story in some way. And it's one of the things that I think we really were hurt from during the pandemic was that disconnection. Uh, And so Roots Tech begins in about eight hours. It emanates from here in Salt Lake City. will be millions of participants around the world, over 200 countries. Uh, People will participate. And it just shows you how people long for that connection. Uh, really interesting. Back in the 1960s, Carl Frost uh, went into a uh, tribe in Nigeria and they had just gotten electricity in. So each of the families got one electric light bulb in their hut. And they thought, oh, this is such great progress. Within about a month, the society was starting to unravel. And what they discovered was people were now sitting at home at night staring at this illuminating bulb in their hut rather than sitting around the fire and listening to the shaman and the tribal stories Mm. that connect them to principles that connect them to a culture uh, that was much bigger and sadly with our our phones we we do much the same these days we stare at this uh, piece of electronics and we're losing that connection to story and that's what root text is all about it's not just about diagrams and family history and genealogy it's about story uh, and connecting to that and to me that's the why this is such an extraordinary event yeah you talk about everybody wanting to be a part 
of a story. The fact is, you are part of the story. Yeah. You just don't know what that's, that story is. Yeah, that's exactly right. It's so right. great. <laughs> it is, and, and I think one of the great things that happens as part of Root Te- Roots Tech is all of the conversations that get spawned, all of the messages that get sent to a grandma or a grandpa or a cousin or an uncle. Remember that story, or do you remember this? Uh, and that's the real important part of all of this. We all need that connection uh, in our communities, in our families, and, and in our country oh, as well. Well said. That's going to be an exciting time for Roots Tech. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson from 1 to 3 each weekday here on KSL News Radio. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America, but this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.